This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with a great guest. He's a writer, actor, producer, and the co-creator of Tigtone. It's Benjamin Martian. Yes, Tigtone. <laughs> yes, Tigtone. This is so fun. Because... You said I was an actor. Yeah. Like, I guess I'm an actor. You do you do voice work I do, in, I do. in I Tigtone. Guess, I guess that's acting. Yeah. Yeah, and didn't you do some acting in some of the other video stuff that you made yeah. before Tigtone? I mean, I wouldn't call that. That is definitely not acting. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> you portrayed yeah. a role or an idea on film, correct? Uh, a what? A role or an idea? You were a character. Yeah. That's acting. Uh huh. I guess, yeah, I guess. I guess so. It was purposely bad acting? Is that what no, I'm getting at? No, I think you're talking about homemade movies. Yeah. Probably, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was just like, that was just mimicking, basically. Okay. You know, because it was no, like, emotion happening. It was just like, hey, they look to this thing at this time, and then they say this line, you know? Okay. So so that would be, you You feel mimicker would be... Uh... That was mimicker, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, but you have done some voice work on good old TikTok. Totally, yeah. I've done some characters. It was my first uh, first experience doing professional voiceover, which yeah. is pretty rad. So. How was that experience for you? Uh, I mean, you were doing most of the directing for the voiceover for the show in general, right? So mm-hmm. uh, yeah. were you, did you have fun directing yourself, or did you ask for feedback uh, from... I, th- I, th- I believe... Uh, well, there were a couple times where I was actually alone in the booth uh, and didn't have anybody directing me, so I did direct myself. But uh, Andrew would be on the other side, or our director Freddie would be on the other side when I was when I was doing the voiceover stuff. But directing voice acting is just—it's so much different than than live action, yeah, um, or like on camera uh, directing, be, because you just can like go back and like fine tune each word and yeah. you know put an infliction in the first half and then change it for the second half and you really like just the the talent of voice actors we had on the show was like they can just dial it in which yeah. is incredible yeah like tom kenny was like a machine he's like a voice machine yeah so was he able were you able to dial into him uh based on like uh, syllable by syllable kind of oh, notes i could could have totally yeah. yeah but you could see him like changing the degrees of different types of reads that he was wow that is awesome yeah yeah really fun uh so listeners of the podcast at this point know what tig tone is because i've talked about it and i've uh, hadn't been lucky enough to have a bunch of our our compatriots who've worked on tig tone yeah i think you've had everybody on getting close i still have a few more to ask um but since you're actually here and you're one of the co-creators can Mm -hmm. you give your your spiel on what tig tone is oh tig tone is a fantasy comedy um about a hero who slashes his way through a satirical fantasy universe. I'm just reading you the copy from the PR. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> no, Tigtone is like it's 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 a it's a fantasy comedy. It's animated in a very bizarre two two D motion capture technique um, that Andrew developed many years ago, and um, it is very deconstructive. It's very um, it's deconstructive and delightful. Nice. <laughs> the two big Ds yeah. of yeah. fantasy. Yeah. And disturbing. <laughs> the three big Ds. Right. Yeah. No, I think that's great. That's yeah, it's really... very, very much about like uh, fantasy, video game tropes, conventions, RPG games, D&D. Um, the art looks like Magic the Gathering cards come to life. Um, <laughs> come to disturbing and yeah, fun life. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's a lot about a lot of it is about movie tropes and cinema tropes and and the language of cinema. And you know, these are eleven minute episodes, and I think 
part of the the humor of the show comes from the communication of the with the audience directly in that we all understand what these cinematic moments are and yeah. what they mean and so in Tigtone we just hit those moments but we just don't deserve we just don't earn it basically so like <laughs> right. we just we just have that moment between the two characters when one of them's dying and it's the fallen soldier moment but there's no setup for it whatsoever there's no development to reach that moment. Yeah. We just we just hit it and move on and the audience is like I get what they did there, you know. Yeah. And I think it's surprisingly so. effective at building its own world. I've continued right, uh, right. even being involved in it up to a right. point of feeling like but I really care about the characters. Like sometimes yeah. there can be that kind of satire where the satire is almost so angry at its topic yeah. that there's no reason that you would ever fall in love with any, any right. of the characters but i feel like i like the characters and i want to know more about the world always yeah yeah I, that is a tricky thing with satire in that you kind of either you're either you're making jokes at the expense of your content or you're making jokes at the expense of the audience yeah and we kind of try to not do either but we do both at the same time so it's a weird <laughs> it's like a weird uh you know the two sides of the coin are like both showing at the same time somehow, yeah, which is weird. But I don't know what that means. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's very strange. I can't quite wrap my head around it. I just know when it works the way that it works, and I know that there's you know Andrew and I um, started writing this stuff, not Tigtone, but we start, started writing this fantasy stuff like in two thousand three and four. Wow! So it's been a long time coming, and like he and I just kind of have an understanding of the rules of this universe and that like we can't do certain types of jokes. We can't do certain types of characters. Um, you know, we try to keep it rooted and grounded in the, the reality of the fantasy universe that we created. Yeah. Because you know? we're not making fun of fantasy. That's like the most important thing is we never, like we love fantasy. We're having fun with fantasy. We're not making fun of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think absolutely. That's, and I think when TikTok got announced and like trailers were, the trailer dropped and stuff and there was a lot of like overwhelmingly negative feedback from people because people are afraid of new things you yeah. know but i also feel like as soon as you say fantasy comedy you immediately think that it's going to be a parody right that's going to be like every other parody fantasy parody you've ever seen you know since monty python not knocking monty python because they were like the the best in the first but then you know all those movies in the 90s that were just like terrible parodies like uh, men in tights i think is what i was thinking of which i'm sure yeah. has great moments i know it doesn't hold up at all today i can guarantee <laughs> that i haven't seen it since the 90s <laughs> but yeah anyway so that's you know I, uh, that's that's tiktone yeah awesome yeah. that's great to hear your take on it uh and it is right now as we're recording adult swim has made it uh, the majority of the episodes uh available on streaming and on their website oh they're right? still up huh uh, one, they were as of yesterday when I looked as we were, cool. as we were recording. So I, yeah, they don't. I they, I just I find out when other people find out. So <laughs> all um, right. So if you see it uh, on Adult Swim's website, let us know. Yeah, send me a send me a tweet. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get into your obsession. Your obsession is zombie movies. Yes. Not zombies, but Correct. zombie movies, which <laughs> yeah. is an awesome distinction. Yes. I, uh, well, I was thinking about it when you to, when you asked me to do it, and I was like, that was the very first thing that came to mind. But I, but definitely a distinction between zombies and zombie movies. Yeah. Right? Did that distinction immediately come to you? Because I believe when we talked back and forth about doing it mm -hmm. and set up a date, and I was like, get back yeah. to me with the topic, and then I got a delightful email that was just the word zombies oh, yeah, <laughs> as an exclamation right. point. Yeah. yeah uh, and then a little while later, you <laughs> clarified. So was it right. immediate to you that your interest was? zombie movies not zombies yeah i think so because i was like everything that i want to talk about and everything that i love about these movies it's because of the movies and it's not that i like 
it's not that I just like anything with zombies slapped on it. You know, okay. I mean? like <laughs> like I think I think zo- the zombies have like a really hardcore kitsch value. Yes. You know, that's very. It's a. As soon as you say zombies, people immediately just go, "Oh, zombies, oh, whatever." Rawr, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or like the like jokey stuff. I'm not really that into. Like, I just don't want anything. Well, you you like Star Wars. You're, yeah. you're big into Star Wars. Does that mean that you like anything with Star Wars on it? Maybe you do. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you yeah. look around my home, a, a lot of things. No, yeah. no. There, I have tastes about Star Wars, and there are things that I don't like, and things right. you know, a lot like uh, that sort of that Tigtone flavor. They're like. Right. Things in some of the the expanded novels back in the nineties, I like that's not the Star Wars flavor to me. Uh, yeah, but definitely. But I mean, I take your point of like I think there's a big difference between saying I like uh, well zombies. I, I think it's a, a big difference between saying I like the creature and the movies because the movies are where all all the ideas are versus just a bed sheet with a generic zombie on it. Sure, sure, exactly. Or like the com like I got somebody got me. Um, the uh shoot what is it the uh zombie survival guide oh yeah book which you know if they you would think that that would be a great gift for me and it's not a bad gift but i was like <laughs> i'm like i'm not gonna read this like i don't i don't yeah. care i don't care about all the ways to kill zombies i don't have a zombie plan <laughs> you know like it doesn't it doesn't bleed into my life in that way yeah but zombie movies specifically it's the like the effects the the music the the tropes the set pieces the character tri- types the archetypes that's what I get excited about so okay, that's cool. when I was like oh you know it's not actually zombies because I don't really care that much about like y- you watch these like AMC or the or not AMC these like History Channel documentaries about <laughs> zombies like as if they yeah. were real and stuff like I don't care about that that's just silly yeah you know? um, but I love zombie movies and where uh, are you at with The Walking Dead since that's one of the biggest right now it. cultural I, okay I, I stopped watching around season five because well maybe later actually. Um, what season are they up to now? Uh, I think we're in eight right now. I think I stopped because I got a TV show and had a baby. I think that was right. <laughs> those are good reasons. I think to stop. those are the two reasons that I got distracted from from The Walking Dead. No, uh, I, I I'm probably just gonna watch it. Okay, it's but over. it's not like yeah. But you enjoyed it. When oh you were yeah, I loved it. it. I thought it was great when it came out. Uh, it was sort of like the beginning of that. Um. That like wave of horror on TV, like American Horror Story, I think was yeah. kind of coming out around the same time. Um, Dexter, I remember Dexter. Yeah, you know, watching that and um, and Walking Dead was the thing that came out, and it was like the tent pole, like changing of the tide for yeah. for the for the zombie genre for for zombie movies or you know zombie TV or whatever. I don't think there's been a zombie TV show before. Now that I think about it, but probably not. Um. But it was the thing that came out that, like, when I saw when it was announced, I was like, "This is going to be awesome, and it's going to change the way people think about zombies in media." Too. Yeah, like the way because like any time a genre sort of gets played out, then everyone gets sick of it, and then it starts becoming a parody of itself, and then something else comes along that does something completely new with it. Like Twenty Eight Days Later, when that movie came out, yeah, that totally re- reignited the zombie genre. Yeah, you know? and then like uh, the remake of Dawn of the Dead came out kind of around the same time, which then then now we got like the super fast shutter speed running zombies that are you know yeah you know crazy camera moves and stuff. That was Dawn of the Dead, the uh, the remake that came out that like reignited yeah. the whole genre. And now I think we're at a, kind of a a, uh, 
a, a height in a way, or maybe maybe requesting, but it's definitely mm-hmm. at that point being, this is a Hollywood thing to say, but being in Hollywood, we're at that point where like uh, I've heard stories of managers or agents getting nervous because they think somebody is developing a zombie project uh-huh. of like one of their clients of like, just no zombies because it's at a point of absolutely. saturation. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But then I guess that's that's what I love about it is that you can't, and I, I mean, I guess like the zombie, you can't keep, you can't, it <laughs> you doesn't can't die. It, yeah. You can't kill it and because something's going to come along gonna that come someone's going to have a new take on it. And, uh, you know, what I would really love to see is the, is like a comeback of the, uh, of the voodoo zombies, the, like the original mm, zombie yeah. movies, um, which are totally like, I think we would need to rethink the voodoo angle because that's totally insensitive to the voodoo culture and the the voodoo belief. I mean, it's a religion that people actually practice. So I, yeah. you know, but the his the historical aspect of the the zombie movie is the the like Haitian voodoo zombie. You know? Yeah, like white zombie. Yeah, I just watched White you Zombie know? today. You, you sent did. me a great list, oh, and good, I did good. not have time to watch a bunch, but I, I watched White yeah. Zombie, and that was really fascinating. That yeah. was more. Uh, yeah zombie not as sort of relentless right. undead thing but basically like in enslaved worker right have you yeah. are you familiar with like the any of the history of zombie a little at bit all? but like not enough to be you know sound super smart about it or nothing uh, sure 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 yeah i mean i'm not like a i'm not a historian or anything like yeah, that but yeah um yeah i mean it's that's star- the roots it, of it that's right? the roots of it right right i mean essentially there's you know zombie there's zombies all over human history all throughout human history there's like zombie instances of zombies and stuff but the like western idea of a zombie really came from from haiti from voodoo culture yeah which was just the the short of it because i don't want to get too much into specifically (laughs) zombies but the short of it is that someone someone is punished and they're turned they're they're um like cursed they appear to be dead they get buried and then a voodoo priest of bulkor which is an evil voodoo priest cool digs them back up and now they're a slave. Yeah. That's so that's a, yeah. that's what the original zombie stuff was. So White Zombie is really creepy like movie about a guy who wants this woman to fall in love with him and so he goes to Bella Lugosi who's a voodoo priest yeah. and has him turn this woman into a zombie. Yeah. And it's really creepy. It's yeah, it's but really, for like right. Bella Lugosi as a voodoo priest with all of the kind of cultural right. baggage of that. Yeah. I was expecting something. It is creepy. It's shot well. Right. But in terms of what is actually happening, like he just goes to his mill where people are forced to <laughs> do yeah. labor. I mean, the, it's sort of like, oh, he's yeah. uh, he's 20th century, 21st century America. Oh, OK, right. I see. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's a it's got some creepy stuff. And I think it's got some like unintentional creepy stuff, too. Like the whole idea of forcing a woman to become like a zombie sex slave basically like that's the undertone of the movie which is like wildly like just not not cool but it's not addressed (laughs) like it's never like it the 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 character the man who turns this woman into a zombie it's never he never repents for what he does because he did this horrible thing to her he repents because now he doesn't enjoy her anymore. <laughs> you know, she's not as lively <laughs> yeah, now that he not, removed her yeah, soul, so exactly. she could be with and him. And so yeah. it's just completely. Um, but it was 1931. You know, um, yeah. there's some very creepy stuff in it that I love, like the one line. Um, I'm gonna misquote it, but there's a part where Bella Lugosi, because he ends up, Bella Lugosi, of course, falls in love with this woman. I think, right? That's, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. And uh, he ends up turning this guy into a zombie. 
like turns the tables on him yeah. and turns him into a zombie. And the guy's sitting there dead, but uh, uh, you know, undead. And Bella Lugosi says something like, "Oh, I wish you could speak so that I could hear what it's like to be dead." And I'm like, "That's such a rock. <laughs> That's so awesome." You know, yeah. like that kind of stuff's cool. Uh, there's the the first part in the sugar mill where like. I remember watching that when I was younger, and I didn't really quite know what that what what they were. Yeah, like, I knew they were zombies, but I at the at the time knew zombies as like the cannibal zombies. Yeah. And so then there's the part where like they're working, and I'm like, "What? Are, who are these people?" Like I didn't get that they yeah. were zombies. Why you know? is that scary? And then like yeah. one of the one of them falls into the sugar mill grinder. Yeah, just like it's ground up, and like that just freaked me out i remember being like why did that happen <laughs> like, why did that person just fall in there and nobody cares yeah. well of course it's because everybody there was a zombie so nobody would nobody would nobody notice, knows the screen yeah so yeah. There's, there's cool stuff in it there's there's definitely cool stuff in it yeah uh, yeah, I, yeah i would definitely rec- recommend it right speaking of your childhood let's go back yeah. to that when what is Ooh. the beginning of this for you when is the what's the first like zombie movie you remember mm-hmm. Scene. I'm gonna t- take my shoes off for this. <laughs> Nobody has ever gone full Mr. Rogers on me on the podcast. It's well, awesome. I also like... brought a sweater. I'm gonna change. Yeah, <laughs> I just I I tend to like to sit up on my feet. Oh, so I understand. I get more comfortable that way, and I want to be comfortable. All right, here we go. Uh, so the so the first zombie movie, um, it was it was uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. Which is a short movie. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it was it was zombies. definitely that. It was definitely that. And I guess because um, we could we watched MTV when I was younger. My parents were, were cool and let us watch MTV. Nice. And I don't remember how old I was, but I th- I think maybe like five or six or something. Okay. Uh, and the story goes, I don't remember it, but the story goes is that I was watching MTV in the living room and my mom was taking a shower. And then I started screaming, like just screaming. And I literally ran, jumped into the shower with her because I had just watched Michael Jackson's thriller. Was it that last beat that scared you? Where <laughs> No, I don't think I, I didn't even make it that far. Okay. I think it was the part when he first turns into a zombie. Okay. Because it was like, I knew Michael Jackson. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I guess probably seeing Michael Jackson as something else was what, what Is this horrifying monster? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. yeah. So that was the first, the first zombie encounter i can remember and did uh, your was that a formative moment in terms of like your mom going like we got to dial back on what he watches or were your parents no, not my like par- that no my parents were very cool about movies and video games in that they always like told us this is make-believe this is pretend yeah like, i remember gremlins really scared really scared me and like ghostbusters that opening scene with the librarian yeah. the ghost like scared me and they you know um which is weird because then later on like after they had more a couple more kids then they kind of started to like tighten the reins a little bit and like i had to sneak out to go watch wayne's world and stuff (laughs) you know like weird things yeah 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 so it was weird because like we got to watch a lot of stuff like we watched my family always had like a um kind of a sick sense of sensibility in terms of like liking the macabre and like you know, my sister growing up wanted to be an FBI agent to like catch, you know, she was super into serial killers. Okay. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> and like my brother dressed as Phantom of the Opera for half of his childhood. <laughs> you know what okay. I mean? So we were all kind of like into, into scary, spooky stuff. And, you know, we watched like Salem's Lot. I remember watching that as a kid Damn. and like stuff like that. Yeah. So. Okay. But it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a click, like zombie movies. It wasn't like I was obsessed with 
zombie movies or horror movies like okay. as a kid like i wasn't like a monster kid who like made masks and i, I wish i was <laughs> i wish i could say that i did that but I, you know uh, uh, no the thriller wasn't. shower origin story is pretty damn good yeah yeah i mean but but horror movies were always like i love horror movies that's but zombie movies are the ones that are, yeah like, they really get me they yeah really get me so going. when did you start dialing into that then were you in college I by the time you were like man i, I want to i've seen this zombie movie that zombie movie but was, i want to track down yeah, the rest yeah it was like uh it was a kind of an instant obsession when I started, like, I worked at a video store in high school. Okay. Actually, what happened was I saw, what got, how I got into film was I saw, not to do, like, a whole bad, <laughs> like, my story, but uh, I saw Reservoir Dogs in okay. high school, early high school, and then just became obsessed with movies and worked at a video store. And then at the video store, I just, I could rent five movies at a time, tapes, at, okay. back then. And so I would just go through every genre, and I would watch all the westerns, and I'd watch Oh, okay, cool. I'd watch all the dramas. I'd watch all the Vietnam movies. I'd watch all the gangster movies. And then I got to horror, and I was like, this is the best one. (laughs) It's like, this is the best one. And then I got to the zombie movies, and I realized I had had seen Night of the Living Dead, of course, growing up. And I'm sure I saw other zombie movies. But then that was, I think, I started to just be like, oh, these are the zombie movies are the good good ones and i watched all the romero ones and i watched like i discovered like the, the blind dead series and you know so then i was like super into it and then as i got older i got more into the zombie genre like as i went out and dealt with real people in the real world yeah i would come home and be like i gotta watch a zombie movie and just get <laughs> like, oh like it was a coping yeah, mechanism yeah 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 i was like i can't handle these people <laughs> yeah did you feel yeah. like you were uh, sharing it with anyone as you were really getting into it and discovering them all and going, "This is it"? Was that no? Just it was. A... It was that thing where like you find something that you love and then you want all of it right now. Okay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> didn't and, have time to wait for. Other yeah, people. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I just was like, I want to see every zombie movie ever made and I want to see it right now. And okay, I have to, and I think it was really hard actually for a while because you know, you're renting stuff from the store and so you had only access to what they had. Yeah. And then at some point, you know, when Netflix came out and you could order DVDs, that was a little easier. But I didn't, I also didn't have the funds. Like I was, yeah. I, I was in art school, you know, so then I graduated and I was broke. So I'm not going to go and spend <laughs> money on zombie movies and stuff or yeah. any, anything for that matter. Um, but yeah, then so once I moved out here and I started to work a lot more and I was able to like actually start collecting, you know, I would just, go and just anything like that was usually uh the earlier stuff yeah zombie stuff i would be like yeah let's get that i'm a little skeptical about like newer zombie movies just because um i'm just not a big fan of digital effects okay in horror movies especially yeah you want that sort of yeah that that tactile sensation of the real of even if it is a rubber shoulder being ripped apart it's still real it's like visceral and it's there and yeah you know and um yeah, and, and and so I I tend to shy away from some of the newer ones just because of that because okay. I'm watching it and it's like I, I I can't remember what I was watching like this French zombie movie and it was like building this whole set piece up, you know, on this in this parking garage, and the characters are on top of a car and there's zombies coming in everywhere. It's like that. Those are the moments that are super fun. Yeah, to play with you know like those are the parts you look forward to and and it was building and building and building and then like music cuts. Guns start firing, and it's like all digital CGI just explosions. blood. It's just CGI blood. Okay. And I was just like, that's such a letdown, because what's so fun about about the gore and stuff in zombie movies especially is that it's like, it's fun, you know, yeah. because it's so messy, because it's like, you know, actual 
material that they're making this stuff out of and yeah. you can tell that it's there and it's like in you know like in some of them they actually use real like intestines like pig intestines and stuff and you know you hear stories about how it smelled on set and you're like that's <laughs> that shows up on the film i don't care what you say that shows yeah. up in the film because part of this you is know? then it sounds like has almost always been an interest in in filmmaking so a part of you like you're in the story but you're also kind of behind the scenes yeah, and yeah. you can feel that more to- when it's like totally. how'd they do that yeah who did yeah. that and that's i think that's why specifically zombie movies because it's the it's like kind of the culmination of all of those things that i love like building stuff with my hands and yeah and and cinematography and lighting and editing and stuff like horror horror movies in general kind of check all those off for me but zombie movies have that one little extra check that yeah i, I don't quite know what it is but it's like <laughs> i just love them you know it's yeah. just like that extra little thing that when the music starts and it's like doom doom <laughs> doom, 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 and like hands are coming out of the grave and yeah. fog is cut rolling in it just is like it just makes me That's so happy your yeah. <laughs> just, well, let's dive into that a little bit because yeah. I, I i love i love themes i love ideas i love mm-hmm. the kind of the why so for you do you think a lot of the how much of the uh, appeal is the human characters and how in a lot of classic zombie stories it is humans being compressed into a smaller and smaller space where they have to suddenly deal with relationship things human mm-hmm. things that they wouldn't unless they were pushed into this small space mm-hmm. is that a part of the appeal to you or is that like eh, drama whatever i mean just like any any human drama in film like if it's good it's good and i yeah. enjoy it you know i don't think it's like a necessary thing yeah at all for the movie to be good sometimes it's not it, it's i guess the the question leading into that question is like what type of zombie movie is it yeah you know like okay what, it, you know because there's there's the serious zombie movies which would be like walking dead would be considered like a serious absolutely you know it's sometimes too serious yeah right 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 exactly you know 28 days later although some people don't think that there's those are zombies but i don't care <laughs> i don't care enough to have that conversation but uh um but then there's like there's like the the funny like what do they call them? Zomcoms or whatever? Yeah. Zom- zombie Zom-coms, comedies. Yeah. Which are more on the parody thing side of things where it's like kind of the joke of the movie is that it's a zombie movie. Yeah. You know, like Zombieland kind of treads into that category a little bit, but like zombie strippers or like, you know, <laughs> Night of the Living Dorks or whatever. Yeah. Like I'm not really into those at all. But then there's the third kind, which is kind of my my cup of tea is the like fun zombie movies okay you know like the um return of the living dead okay you have all those characters uh in that situation that you're talking about that you're asking about i'm getting i'm getting oh yeah i trust but so so on one side you have the serious movies where you have the human drama and you know sometimes they like to pretend that oh the human drama is at the forefront of this story and the zombies are the background i think they say that about walking dead like every time i see a behind the scenes yeah which is true which is fine which is great um but uh then there's the other side which is like the return of the living dead for example where you have all those characters trapped in the space but all the characters are idiots and they're <laughs> terrified and they're, they're not falling apart anything. they're falling apart you know yeah and uh so I don't I I think it's just all what you want to do with that particular story but like when I see a movie that has that human drama in it like I said if it works it works it's great. Okay. You know. But for you that's um, not one of the big I don't think so. Yeah. No. I mean for me like it's the uh the bigger picture there is like the crumbling like the anarchy of it. I yeah. think is is something I I I I 
gravitate okay. towards. I like that you know? too. I think, yeah. Uh, and I, I think that kind of folds your question into it. Cause that's kind of all part of it. Like the, what's really clever about zombie movies when they're done well, like on a low budget scale is that it's like almost one location. Yeah. Enclosed one location, but yet you're hinting at this like bigger catastrophe that's happening outside. Yeah, so it is both a micro and the macro yeah, at the totally. same time of like yeah. that fear of like not only is this little whatever little family unit is going to fall apart, but so is the entire exactly. world. So, yeah, 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 that's really yeah. fascinating to me. Yeah, I think I I think I gravitate toward that. I mean, I like Shaun of the Dead a lot, and I think mm-hmm. Shaun of the Dead has a lot of fun without without yeah, be, and- being like zombies are dumb, and it's really doing it's, oh, it's really funny. putting yeah. the the pressure on Shaun to be a different human totally. being. And I think I think Shaun of the Dead. I don't think Shaun of the Dead is a like parody of a zombie movie, which yeah. is how it was like marketed. I remember when it yeah, came Ron out. Yeah, Zomcom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or it was done like it was a parody of Dawn of the Dead or whatever. It was a parody of a zombie movie, which it's not. It's its own legitimate zombie movie, yeah. I think. It just happens to have jokes in it, yep. <laughs> you know? And that's the difference is I think like the movies where the jokes are the fact that they're zombies are not that fun for me. But yeah. the jokes where it's like it's a zombie movie, the effects are amazing, the the creatures are cool. It's just that there's jokes in it, and the some of the characters maybe are funny. But okay. The premise is not that oh zombies are funny, ha ha. You know. Right. That makes sense to yeah. me that you would like that more than a kitchen sink drama that happens to have a zombie banging sure. on the window every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like the the uh, like Ret- I, Return of the Living Dead is like my top favorite zombie movie, and it's got like the soundtrack is the Cramps. You know. Yeah. Like, it's so it's awesome, <laughs> and like the characters are just like bumbling idiots. The effects are great. Yeah. You know? Um, cool. Yeah, so, fun. yeah, let's talk about the zombie side of it then. Sure. Uh, because I think sometimes they are just used as unrelenting pressure. Right, uh, right. And sometimes the pressure has a flavor. But I think sometimes the zombies are like a specific, powerful metaphor. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them that kind of pop to my mind of drudgery, like in Shaun of the Dead. And, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of, even sometimes with Walking Dead, it's just, they're not going to stop. It, uh, and sometimes I think it is that you can't stop death. It's just here's an image of death that's constantly coming for you or unknowable hunger. Right. Uh, we get With the white zombie, it, it is really just like working class enslavement uh, yeah. in a lot of ways. So yeah. what what are the, the metaphors of zombies that speak to you? The, all of those ones you said. <laughs> um, but when you find yourself getting excited, can you do, do you track down to like wh- you know why why does that movie yeah, why do those th- zombies excite me? Yeah, I mean I think it's like George Romero is like the, the the he's like the king of well actually it's another movie called King of the Zombies. But he, he's you know he created the modern zombie and right. all of his his movies have that he's the one who sort of he did like a double whammy in that he they created the first like flesh eating zombie, but then they also created the metaphor for the zombie. Like they, they were like, we're going to use this creature and we're going to say something with it as opposed to, we're just going to have this monster movie. You know what I mean? Um, and so night of the living dead was definitely like civil rights. You know, the zombies were stand-ins for, you know, what was happening in this civil rights movement. Um, the whole movie actually, but, uh, you know, then Dawn of the Dead came out, and that was very much zombies as consumers. Uh, yeah. Consumers, you know, the, yeah. the whole thing takes place in a shopping mall. They even say that they're like they're coming back here because that's all they know. That's, that's what all they, they know. know. Yeah, and banging on the walls of the exactly. shop. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, Day of the Dead. The you know they're definitely like 
uh, civility, like the loss of civility. That okay. is kind of the theme of Day of the Dead, which is the third one, my favorite of the, his original three. Wow, okay. Um, have you seen that one? I have not seen oh, Day of the man. Dead because every time I am getting around to watching a zombie movie, I want to go, I go, I want to watch Dawn of the Dead again because I like Dawn of the Dead a lot. If, but, yeah. yeah, if you've never seen Day, it's it's my favorite. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, I got to check all, it out. All the original three dead dead movies that's that it takes place underground in like this underground bunker okay and um civility is a really interesting it's very yeah it's well because the whole there's a there's one of the zombies that they've they've kidnapped is um bub or bubba bub yeah and he's actually like learning how to do stuff this this, like mad scientist character who they call frankenstein is like down there (laughs) teaching him stuff and like playing him classical music and headphones and giving him books oh yeah and he's like the whole theme of it is like basically we've been trained to to be civil. Why can't we train zombies to be civil? Yeah. You know? uh, and but and meanwhile the whole the army half of this group is at war with the science the scientific half of okay. this group. So there's scientists and there's arm there's military guys down there. Yeah. Um, so there's this like civil war happening between these two groups. You know, on top of the zombie. Yeah. Thing. It's great. It's a great movie. That's really interesting. The effects to me. are f- fucking amazing. Amazing yeah. effects. <laughs> I want to go watch it right now. <laughs> okay, bye. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So does it get to uh, the civility thing is really interesting. Does it is it digging at this hope that there could still somehow be humanity within the zombie of that mm-hmm. sort of that feeling of a, a dead thing isn't truly dead. There's got to be something alive in there. For sure. I. It could also be like if we can, you know, if we can reverse that because the zo- it's literally death. It's like wa- moving walking death that's yeah. coming for you and i guess in that movie it is a very interesting metaphor to me because it's like oh if we could just reverse it yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> can we and just like, barter with death a exactly little? if yeah. we could yeah if we could somehow because that's a lot of what it's catharsis in terms yeah. of like you know that's what a lot of horror movies are and is that you're 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 facing stuff you're afraid of and you're walking away from it totally safe you know what i mean and yeah it's like, i think there's a, a lot to be said for like being able to laugh at what you're afraid of or yeah. like have fun with what you're afraid of, you know, just on like a psychological level. You know? Absolutely. Being, being that zombies are literally death. Um, you know, it's also, I mean, they're, they're also, um, <laughs> when someone dies, what do you want? You want them back, right? <laughs> yeah, well, here absolutely. you go. The, you know, here, here they are. It's just not what she thought it would be, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. So that, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite reason for zombies existing? Because I was trying to read through oh, some yeah. of like the Wikipedia entries for films that I haven't seen in a while or haven't seen at all, and it, I I like the kind of ongoing shtick of it's almost always in the background. Like, a, like, like what's the mechanism that that reanimates them? Yeah, and it's almost always like the shtick of you you hear it on the radio or a, mili- a passing sure. military guy says, "Well, I don't know, some scientists believe." Sure, uh, sure. But you yeah. know, you got the the. Mm, government secret government did something and there's a leak or yeah, there's yeah. a meteor from outer space or i think uh, that all know. of the i think that they're all cool when they're done right i think a lot of the modern zombie movies um are too they're um they're riding the coattails of 28 days later and 28 weeks later is that a virus Way outbreak kind of thing vi- it's a virus thing though I, I guess people there's this I, I didn't I said I didn't want to talk about this but we're gonna talk about it damn it um no the the there's a lot of people who think that the zombies in 28 days later and 28 weeks later are not zombies because okay they're, because they're ang- it, it's like a rage virus okay that infects people and just turns them into like berserkers or something rage monsters okay, rage monsters yeah. but I'm like 
they die and then they come back and they're crazy and angry. Like yeah, <laughs> if they die and come and they back, bite you zombies. and then you get the disease. So it, I don't know. It seems silly to me to have that conversation. But I've had people who are like, they're not zombies, they're ragers. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> um, it doesn't matter. You become a rager. Enjoy yeah. the movie. But uh, but yeah. So a lot of the um. A lot of the modern ones, I feel like, are all contagions, which is interesting given the climate that we're in. Yeah, you know, yeah, um, which is fine when it works. Again, like I, I'm, I'm a big believer of like, hey, you can do anything you want if it works. Like, yeah. you know, if, <laughs> if you're not going to be trite about it, yeah, uh, do it. You know, and I feel like some of these movies are just kind of doing it. They're not really thinking. Um, they're just sort of like, hey, that's they did that over there in that movie that works and so let's do it in this movie you know yeah i think it is a problem now where we can yeah. get too derivative instead of really yeah. thinking about like well what does that mean because right. it just it, if it flies in from outer space it's just okay but if right. there's some sort of human folly in it that's right. an entirely different story exactly exactly well and it's also it's a different metaphor but it's also reflects the times like horror horror movies and, and definitely zombie movies, they re- definitely reflect the period in which they were made. You yeah. Know, like the fears of the culture at that time. And then, so I, th- I never really thought about it before, but I think you, I think it might be the mechanism that, tr- that uh, zombies are turned into zombies or cr- the mechanism by which zombies are created change depending on what the, what the temperature of the yeah, culture is at that time. So yeah. like, I feel like, you know, in the fifties you had, it was, uh, atomic energy or it was aliens or whatever it yeah. was you know but and now you have you have chemical warfare and biological warfare so of course it's going to be a virus that's man-made or the government yeah made, you know infected a monkey or whatever <laughs> like because yeah. that's a very real fear for a lot of people so i guess it, com- it comes back to that like catharsis of like you know having fun with this thing that you're afraid of yeah you know? and it gets down to a really even though it's kind of it sounds technical in real world it almost gets back to a sort of frankenstein-like uh, anxiety about what Absolutely. scientifically should you and shouldn't you do and exactly. the, the hubris of thinking we understand more than we do and then what do you know mm-hmm. zombies and or rage monsters yeah um, exactly how do you feel about the more mystical take the whole idea of like when there's no more room in hell uh, mm-hmm. and you just it seems like it is some almost more old world mythology I I, I you're, yeah you're talking about Dawn of the Dead I I love I, I think that's really cool because okay. that because that to me makes it seem like this is um so inevitable you know yeah like, and and also it, it underlines the like pettiness of our society yeah you know because that's like kind of the thing too is like these zombie movies point out how fickle uh all of our structures are that we yeah that we hold so dear yeah. you know like it's gonna take just one thing and then everything's gonna crumble you know or yeah. could yeah yeah it does speak to and like so just... yeah that really undercuts like if this is like you know, from hell, <laughs> you know, it's really not going to be stopped. Yeah. Uh, Dawn of the Dead is 78. Is that uh, in I be- that? I believe is, so. It's yeah. in the 70s though, yeah. right? So yeah. So that, I guess yeah. that almost makes sense for like almost recycling. Like yeah. you were so garbage to souls that you just yeah. threw them in this one reservoir called hell. Yep. <laughs> Didn't pay attention. Yeah, totally. Well, there, there's also um, the, the movie, the other movie that I really love, which is uh, Night of the Creeps. Have you seen that? I have not. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch that one. Gotta watch that one too. Okay. That one, that, that one is, it's an, it's aliens. It's an alien worm that infects people and Ooh. like goes into their brain and turns okay. them into zombies. Which nice. is ha- it's been in a, f- a few movies. This, but Night of the Creeps is like, 
it's got a serial killer in it it's got like zombies it's got aliens it's got everything <laughs> it's so great okay so it's got a sense of fun obviously oh totally it's just it's like totally fun it starts out in the 50s with a serial killer yeah you know and then the the kids making out in the car and the comet goes overhead and they're like let's go check it out and, you know, <laughs> and, and, but it's so aware of what it's doing like yeah. it's 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 a super fun movie it's okay. di- uh, directed by fred decker who did like monster squad oh cool yeah cool so it's same kind of flavor yeah you know? yeah um speaking of fun in zombies uh how do you feel about the image of zombies literally eating brains insane brains it's fun right but it, <laughs> yeah. it, it kind of took over zombies almost entirely it, for decades yes and it came from return of the living dead that's what i was reading but yes. i wasn't i wanted to verify with a human yes. rather than wikipedia so that's verify. all it, return of the living dead yeah yeah t- uh, t- just to, to uh take a step back to night of the living dead uh which was written by george romero and john russo okay and then so they kind of like came up with this modern zombie yeah the f- you know but flesh eating right and and, and when they when they wanted to do a sequel they were kind of having creative differences and okay. so they split and romero was able to go off and do his quote-unquote dead series so he did day of the dead dawn of the dead and then later you know document of the dead or survival of the dead okay um land of the dead I forget what the third one pizza party of the dead P- yeah 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 yeah, okay. yeah slumber party of the dead <laughs> um and then russell went off and produced the Return of the Living Dead series, okay, which is the Return of the Living Dead was directed by Dan O'Bannon, who wrote Alien. Okay, you know, um, I think it was his only directorial effort. Wow, and it's great. Uh, it's got Clue Gulager in it. Uh, it's got it's just great. It's so awesome. And awesome. but that's the first movie that introduces brains. Okay, and it's it's got running zombies in it. So twenty eight days later, did not invent fast <laughs> zombies. Just letting everybody know, it's got fast zombies in it, and they talk. Uh, which is, I think, the first time that zombies have talked. Did they say anything but brains? Oh yeah, totally. Okay, totally. Wow, yeah. Yeah. this yeah, is there's... totally the culture running wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actresses. So there's there's a whole uh, there's a whole sequence where they ki- they capture a woman's torso, a zombie woman's torso, and they strap it onto uh, onto a, a bench or a gurney or something, and they're talking to it, and it's a pu- it's a puppet, and it's great, yeah. it's amazing, <laughs> and. Uh, and she basically said, they're like, why do you eat people? And she's like, I don't eat people. I, just brains. And they're like, oh, you? why do you just eat brains? And she's like, because it, it makes the pain stop. And they're like, I guess it hurts to be dead. So that's the whole wow. reason why they eat brains is so that they stop the pain of being dead. Because brains basically numb numb them to the pain. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it's great. Okay. So obviously it's like perfectly cool within the, the movie where it was uh, – originated yeah but as a big zombie movie fan do you uh, are you sick of that like when people make a joke and like brains is it a frustration for you uh no i mean i remember in the 80s that was really really like everybody was like doing doing brains you know that kind of thing that that (laughs) was always it and it came from the character in return of the living dead who's called tar man who's this guy who's like a skeleton but he's covered in tar okay he's, he's been in this vat and he breaks uh, out of his vat, okay. which is how the um, which is how the chemical gets out. But he just all he says is brains, okay, more brains, <laughs> brains. It's still funny. It's great. Yeah, it's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm uh, cool with it. It's okay, everybody. All right, you can say it. Brain stamp of <laughs> approval from Benjamin. Um, have you ever made a different life choice because of a zombie movie? <laughs> Um, wow. 
uh a different life choice because of a zombie movie like i was i, I like i had a or b to yeah do like, yeah hmm. um, career dating uh planning for the apocalypse whatever wow um <laughs> you uh, you got me stumped i'm trying to think of that <laughs> uh has it affected creative decisions of like what you want to work on or or how you want to work on it okay I, I'm, I'm digging back into my into my my history and when I moved, okay, yes, uh, <laughs> okay, yes, it got me interested uh, in. It wasn't a specific zombie movie, but it was a zombie movie that I was trying to make. Oh, cool! Uh, before I moved out, I lived in Minneapolis, which you are from Minneapolis. Yes. We didn't know each other in Minneapolis. <laughs> no, we didn't. Uh, but I moved out in like 2007. Okay, and I stayed with my dad in Wisconsin for like eight months, and I was just going crazy, like crazy bored. Cause yeah, I didn't have anything to do. I was just saving up money to move to los angeles okay so i borrowed his camera which was like i think uh it wasn't a dv i think it was like a high eight camera or something but um and i was gonna start shooting the zombie movie like in rural wisconsin nice uh where you can shoot anywhere you want for free yeah <laughs> you know and so i started to like and i was like i'm gonna make a zombie movie and that was like the first the first time i ever like tried to like make a a movie it was like probably a 25 minute 20 minute short awesome um, and I'd made little like shorts and videos and stuff before, but yeah, it was definitely like, I was like, what do I want to make? First thing on my list is I want to make a zombie movie. And so I started to like build effects in, in his basement. Oh, you know, really? While I was staying in this basement room and I made like this rig, you know, that had like, uh, at one point one of the zombies gets their leg blown out. And so I made this thing that you could the actor could hold a handle and push down and a bone would pop out of their leg <laughs> and stuff. And uh, I made all this fake blood that I kept in the fridge. <laughs> Did and... your dad know what you were doing? Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, but it was the first time that I ever, like, took that dive into making effects. Yeah. And, like, making fake blood and stuff because I've always wanted to do it, but I just didn't know how, and I got sick of not knowing how. So I was yeah. like, I'm just going to do it. And that's been my mantra for everything else I've done where it's yeah. like, I'm not going to wait for the circumstances to be perfect. I'm not going to wait for the right, you know, the right piece of equipment or the uh, permission from anybody. Like yeah. I, I just started making this thing and it was great. And I just sort of dived into it. And, uh, uh, I shot a couple of sequences with like my, my childhood friend's dad okay. in, in a pickup truck. We were driving around <laughs> cornfields in the middle of the night in a pickup truck with a shotgun and a fake bottle of Jack Daniels that he was drinking. Real shotgun, fake it was a, Jack It Daniels. was a real shotgun, fake Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just shooting stuff in this truck. He was kind of like the zombie hunter character. And um, I shot some like inserts of some of the, I don't know what happened to any of this footage, by yeah. the way. It was like, I don't know. But yeah, I never finished it or anything because I, I ended up you know moving out yeah out get, here getting and, your money and coming out here yeah yeah, yeah. but That's so yes awesome. that definitely then had a huge impact on my life too because then i ended up getting more into effects in like my own my own way in my own terms like i'm by no way a professional but yeah i started doing a series called real fake blood films where i was like making shorts every month um just with whatever i had you okay know? uh which harkens back to the zombie movies that i love yeah like the dead next door which is totally looks like i could have made that movie with, <laughs> with like a handful of friends um it's great you know yeah it's great the seams are sh like that's what i loved about the zombie movies that i was watching too is like this the seams are showing so you could tell yeah like these are people just like making it having fun like evil dead's the same way even though it's not a zombie movie you know yeah I think but it's yeah you can tell it was made 
by a, friends. A bunch of friends who are crazy and yeah. like cra- crazy, resource- <laughs> crazy resourceful and crazy. Yeah. You know? And talented. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I can see that really being the heart of, of zombie films being a, a real DIY aesthetic. Exactly. Of, exactly. Yeah. 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 Make yeah. that zombie movie yep. all by yourself. Yeah. Uh, oh, the other thing, too, is it's like it's DIY because it's zombies are humanoid characters. And so you don't need to build creature effects. You just put makeup on people. Yeah. And you have your creatures. You a little know? bit of makeup, a little yeah. bit of shambling. Yeah. Yeah. Makeup and, and shambling. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We're going to move on to our How Obsessed Are You questions, so I ask uh, everybody versions of these questions across all, right. all the episodes. Do you think about zombie movies every day? Uh, No, I don't think I do. Yeah. I, I mean, Actually, I do in the sense that I think I I wish I could watch a zombie movie right now, but yeah. then I don't. <laughs> so I guess that counts. Yeah. I have a daughter, so it's kind of hard to watch. Zombie movies. Zombie yeah. movies, with although she is also into zombies, but not. It's not my fault. Okay. I, I swear. How old is your daughter now? She's two two and three months. Two and three months. And well, she's into she should, zombies yeah. already. She is, and it's it's her grandmother's fault. She got a book called, uh, the th- it's like The Three Little Pigs with Zombies. Okay. <laughs> and I didn't get it for her. I didn't, you know, it's just in her DNA. My, my wife is like, what did you do to our daughter? Because she walks around going, brains, brains, because that's what they say in the in the book. Yeah. And the three little pigs, like, they knock on the door and they open it and it's a zombie. He's like, brains. And so I read it to her and I do the voices. And, um, yeah, she started just walking around shambling going, Oh, that's so brains. great. And then she, um, at my office, we have a life-size human skeleton that's, like, a rainbow colored. Yeah. Um, that we got for because why not but she loves this thing but she makes she calls it zombie so she, every time we go to my office she's like zombie 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 and uh all scary things are zombies she okay says, uh, we went to the day of the dead um festival at the hollywood forever cemetery yeah everyone's got their face painted you know the skull yeah skull paint and stuff so she's just walking around excited zombie look zombie zombie <laughs> zombie so it's it, it's it's just the dna it's our, yeah. our family's dna is uh yeah. Okay. So maybe maybe you think about zombie movies every day, but you certainly think about zombies a lot because your daughter's literally shouting the word. Yes. Which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, when people walk into your home, can they tell you like zombie movies? Um. No, I, I wouldn't think so. Okay. No. Mo- uh, the movies. If you looked at my shelf, I have the zombie movies that I love up on the shelf right now. Yeah. But only because we're kind of like still moving into our house okay. after being there for a year and uh, some change. Okay. <laughs> but stuff <laughs> is still that. packed up. We've been, you know, slowly like painting rooms and moving stuff in, Yeah. you know. So you wouldn't really be able to tell. If you go into my office, yes, you would. Oh, okay. Because there's a giant Lucio Fulci zombie poster hanging oh, like cool. a big quarter sheet poster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So you like having it in your office? Would you ever want it in more of a living space? Uh, if your uh, wife was into it as well, would you want it to be like I all around can, you always? I think I can sneak some stuff in. Yeah. Okay. For sure. <laughs> I've got a really cool. We saw Goblin. Do you know who Goblin is? The band Goblin. I know of them, but they I don't did know like them well. the Suspiria. They did a lot of soundtracks oh, yes, for yes, like okay. Italian horror films. Yeah. And, um, it's kind of like a disco-y, jazzy, funky yeah. kind of thing you wouldn't think of. Uh, it pairs so well with horror films, but we saw we saw a Goblin. Uh, she and I like I don't know four years ago or something, and I got a cool poster which is tasteful, um, but there's yeah. a zombie on it, so I, I think I can hang that up where my daughter can look at it and not be scared <laughs> <laughs> or excited. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> right in her bedroom. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you ever, or would you like to have a dream about zombie movies? 
Oh, I have I have zombie movie dreams all the time. Really? I I have specifically zombie movie dreams where in my dream I'm watching a zombie movie. And, wow. I'm, and I'm saying to myself in the dream, this is such a good fucking idea. <laughs> Why can't I think of stuff like this? And then I wake up and I realize, oh, I did think of it, but I can't remember enough to write it down. There's been a couple where I do, I did remember writing. One of one of them was like a clear, like a clear skin, translucent skin zombie. Oh that wow! I was watching this in my dream. I was watching this movie about like you know like those body. Like inter- you can see the internal organs yeah. and stuff, like the science uh, diagrams or whatever. Yeah, it was kind of like that, but like a jellyfish. Okay, uh, and, and still kind of shambly. Yeah, and yeah, it was humanoid, but it was like translucent, and like you, you know, light was shining through it. You could see like blood veins and stuff. And it was yeah, really cool. But like I said, I was watching this movie in my dream. And I did. I woke up and I did write down like see through zombie. <laughs> like, <laughs> see through zombie. See through zombie. <laughs> yeah, that is really yeah. awesome. And that goes to that your love of it is truly like the actual content in the movie, but also yeah. clearly that your brain is working yeah, on yeah. also all, all the, the creation. The all creation. the time. I'm, I watch movies in my dreams all the time. That's awesome. Yeah. I I rarely encounter a character, and I never watch media, but I meet other creators that I like in my dreams a lot. Oh, like really? I have lots I've had lots of dreams of yeah. meeting David Lynch and meeting George Lucas and I don't think I I don't think I've ever had that but I have but but yeah usually it's like stuff is happening and it's not me in the dream but in my voiceover in my head I'm yeah. going like this is an awesome movie this soundtrack <laughs> is great look at how they're editing this together I wish I could cut sequences that good you know whatever yeah. but, and then I wake up and realize that oh I kind of did come up with or or it was given to me uh depending on how you what you think of dreams but yeah that's another discussion uh, <laughs> speaking of david lynch yes yeah, speaking of david lynch, right awesome would you drive a big van that had i love zombie movies airbrushed on the side no i don't like vans <laughs> if it was a like a hearse maybe yeah, yeah for a hearse. Sure. Or, okay. or like a a station wagon i had a volvo station wagon i would have for sure sprayed okay that so all right so my question is less about the van and more about that like, <laughs> uh, zombie <laughs> yeah. movie so this is perfect yeah uh how about a, how about a like um a tasteful bumper sticker yeah that that i'll, I'll, I'll rock that yeah i yeah. guess part of what uh, uh the spirit of the dumb question is how much do you want to engage with other people is this something that you want to keep to yourself or if you had yeah. something like it was spread across your car so every time, like, you just got but, out at Target, somebody would be like, hey, zombie movies. But isn't that interesting, though? Like, the idea of, like, liking something just because you like it and it's for yourself or projecting that out to people. Yeah. And what does that actually mean? Like, if I'm going to, if I'm going to, like, shout that I love a certain thing, why am I doing that? It's yeah. like, are you doing it to like make other people aware that you like this thing or for other people to know how to identify you like by this thing. Yeah. It's a weird, it's weird. Yeah. And I, I think we are living in a weird cultural time where we, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but I think we're drawing more identity from the media we yeah. like. And I think sometimes it can yeah, even yeah. be, if somebody's really loud, it's sometimes even a competitive thing. Right. Which is a weird. Uh, totally strange. Yeah. Or, or it's like, that's the means by which you, that's the only way in which you define yourself. It's like, no, and that, with that in mind, I would say no, I wouldn't because I don't. I wouldn't really care if other people knew that I liked yeah. zombie movies. So you wouldn't want to you broadcast know? it for the sake of broadcasting it. Why? Yeah. yeah. Why okay. would I want to do that? You yeah. Know? Like yeah. I like them. I can sit and watch them, and I don't need other people to be like, "Oh, I know he likes that thing." <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay. You know. Uh, like so, the other side of that question is 
but do you want to actively engage? So I, I totally get what you're saying about broadcasting. Oh, yeah. But, like, I guess maybe, like, a t-shirt that said, ask me about zombie movies. Hey, yes, uh... Go go to horror conventions. Yes, that in that sense, yes, that's that's a great point. Because like, if you go to a horror convention and you're wearing, you know, like you're wearing a t, or actually not just a horror convention, anywhere in life, you're yeah. wearing a, a horror t-shirt. Yeah, you see someone else with a horror t-shirt on, you're instantly like, I know you, yeah. I understand you. Let's talk. <laughs> Let's be friends. Yeah. You know, and like going to a horror convention, you'll just meet everybody there. Is so awesome. Yeah, and, so and you great. like that. You enjoy discussing. So yeah, it. that's that that I would, uh, you know. For that reason, as like a trying to find my tribe kind of thing, yeah. out, <laughs> out with the out with the <laughs> the crazy people out there, yeah, um, being like, oh hey, you're sane, you've got a Hellraiser shirt on, come over here, hang out with me, like, <laughs> yeah. you're a normal, you've yeah, got a yeah. you've got a, a corpse on your shirt, let's be friends. <laughs> you must have a DIY attitude. Let's right. talk. <laughs> uh, would you ever cosplay as a zombie movie? Not a zombie, but as a specific zombie movie. <laughs> did you check my Facebook before we did this? No. Did you do you this? Didn't? I went as uh, zombie George Romero for Halloween oh, many years ago. Back, that's awesome. Back when Cinefamily was still around um, at the silent movie theater. Yeah. And uh, I don't remember what year it was, but I, I dressed up as zombie George Romero. Zombie George Romero. So I have, I have, that's probably the closest thing you can get to literally, aside from like yeah. dressing as like a a box art or something. Yeah, Blu-ray, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which seems like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a funny yeah. image. Uh, was that a good experience? Did you feel it was closer great. to... Yeah, it was great because I think I was at the only place, one of the only places where I could dress as zombie George Romero and yeah. everybody would know exactly who I was. You yeah, know? you weren't I was just surrounded. random zombie. You I was were... surrounded by cinephiles, you know. Yeah. Um, this was like the early... I moved out here, right? Are you familiar with Silent Movie Theater? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been there or a couple Cinefamily. times before. Yeah. It... I moved out here the, I think the year that they started. So when I started oh, wow. hanging out there, like it was really like bare bones like okay <laughs> you're just hanging out watching like three movies in a row and stuff That's so yeah awesome. but when i when i went to the halloween it must have been the following year or something um it was great yeah everybody, okay everybody was like zombie george Romero. <laughs> that's awesome uh if a zombie outbreak happened and you saw that a non-profit organization was running a gofundme to fight the zombie spread would you donate to it <laughs> um yeah sure sure <laughs> with all of your experience bucks. of watching all these movies would you what are the, what are the rewards <laughs> uh yeah you a t-shirt a t-shirt yeah that says i like i, zomb- I like zombie movies yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ask me about zombie movies not actual zombies they're yeah. terrifying yeah that's funny yeah I, I i know people talk about having the zombie plan and stuff i don't yeah i know you said you weren't into that part of the fandom i mean it's but... it's it's kind of fun to like you know, yeah, muse on it every once in a while, but yeah, I, I, yeah, it's not really. I'm not like, oh, all the different ways to kill a zombie and stuff. It's not. Yeah, that's the sort of getting into. I think a little bit of um, f- uh, fantasy of like, yeah, everyone yeah, in the world yeah, thinking yeah, that yeah. you know, the yeah. second anything goes wrong, I'll be the best in the world right, with a right, bow and arrow. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, does that uh, is a little off topic from the how obsessed, but I'm curious. Does that apocalypse living part? I don't think it happens in zombie movies as much, but it's so much a part of The Walking Dead and I think a lot yeah, of other yeah. uh, shows now, uh, like even going back to Lost. Does that idea of being in a much smaller community, having, oh, we you can't get distracted by Twitter because it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Does that appeal to you at all? 
Yeah, that's the backdrop of the zombie. Most zombie movies is that. You yeah. Know, that like either the world has basically the world as we know it has basically ended or it's about to end. Yeah. We're on the brink of that, and um, I think just again because it's like the the faith that we have in all this stuff that yeah. we, that we think is gonna last forever. You know. Yeah. Um, I I try to have a very long term like view of the world yeah. <laughs> of life in general okay you know as opposed to being very short-sighted or very like short-term thinking like, yeah i'm thinking like hey mountains are moving right now and <laughs> you don't even realize it you know yeah like the, the ground is literally moving and so i think about that in terms of like the big scope of the city you know that we have that yeah. we think is gonna last forever and this the zombie movie sort of just like totally undercuts that okay you know and like yeah so i, I do find that kind of oddly satisfying yeah Okay, that to makes be sense. like, yeah, God, this all this this crap would go away, and it would just be, you know, the immediate survival. obvious concerns in front yeah. of you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. that's that's really cool to hear you respond to it on a much more philosophical level than yeah, it would be cool to have a sword. Yeah, and run around <laughs> and kill zombies. Yeah, and I think there is a little bit of that uh, in our society. Yeah, but. I mean, I don't think that I'm. Uh, I don't think. I hope <laughs> that we're not on the brink of, of apocalyptic wasteland in real I life. I don't think so. I don't think so. I seem, it seems like every generation they think the world's going to end. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a kind of a thing to muse on. It's like the vastness of it. Yeah. Know? I try to think of like, if I start getting really fan, uh, uh, interested in the fantasy of having a smaller limited community and more tech or less technology, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I could, try to spend right. less time on Twitter and right. I could try to engage more with humans around right. me. Maybe that's what that impulse sure. well, is. Well, I, I come from a big family, so that probably has something to do with the oh, fact yeah. that, like, it's kind of a microcosm, or not a microcosm, but it's, like, a basically a metaphor for a family. You know, yeah. th- this group of people who are all different, independent people who are now living in this, occupying yeah. the same space. Like, sudden know, that, violent That probably actually family. has a lot to do with why I gravitate towards zombie movies now. Oh, really? I, yeah, because, you know... I'm the oldest of uh, five original kids and then two tag-alongs or two okay. extra kids, so seven total. And, you know, my parents split up when I was 13. Okay. So there was conflict going on there, like, yeah. as, you know, as as happens. And, you know, just sibling rivalry. We were never really that competitive with each other. Yeah. But I, I'm sure that there's parallels between, like, a group of people held up in a boarded house and the five of us like sharing a bedroom absolutely (laughs) yeah 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 and to be able to then like uh, Like, yeah who's boss (laughs) you know like that kind of thing absolutely Uh, and then zombies just sort of yeah yeah illustrate all of that pressure and tension yeah that's awesome that's a great insight good thing i took my shoes off (laughs) uh just a few more how obsessed are you questions if aliens visited earth and you were the human who got to greet them would you show them a zombie movie um yeah definitely that's a good that's a good question what do you think aliens would get out of a zombie movie in terms of like here is a piece of who we are (laughs) as a culture uh good ideas yeah for how to take over (laughs) oh we hadn't thought about that that's a good one yeah you don't well work well under pressure (laughs) in small spaces so we'll isolate you humans okay that's a good idea (laughs) thank you martian come with us yeah i mean you really should since your last name is martian be sent to uh (laughs) <laughs> to greet the aliens. Uh, all right, here's the last How Obsessed Are You question. If you were about to see a newly discovered print of an old zombie movie you'd, you'd heard about but you'd never seen, but you go to the theater and a bear is blocking the door, would you try to get around the bear? Hmm. 
Uh, no. 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 It's just not that important to you. No. No. It, maybe maybe before I had a family, I'd be like, I could maybe take the bear or run around the bear or yeah. something. But now, no. Yeah. That means yeah. that makes sense of what, <laughs> how I how I understand you yeah. as a person is that you're very, very passionate, but you also have some things that are just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yeah. doing that. Especially like, like you know, once you have a family, uh, especially once you have a baby, that changes a lot of stuff. Too. Yeah. Like I actually... Appro- watching because i've been watching a lot of movies getting you know preparing for this and stuff or yeah preparing but like getting psyched out for, <laughs> yeah. up, up for this and like i'm watching them and i just kind of like understand so much more depth to to the movies now oh because of just all of the different feelings and emotions because and of the responsibility kid, yeah 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 like before i had a kid and uh in the remake of dawn of the dead there's a which is written by james gunn by the oh, way oh wow um there's a zombie baby okay so a woman who's pregnant gets bitten and then gives birth to a zombie baby. And at the time when I saw that, I was in college and I was like, that's awesome. Zombie baby. Yes, I'm down. Cause I knew James Gunn. I was like, good job, James Gunn. I didn't yeah. know him, but I knew of him knew from his work. trauma. Okay. And I was like, only James Gunn would do that, man. This was like 2000, you know, I don't remember when that came yeah. out, but uh, I thought it was really cool. And then like watching it now after I've had a baby, I'm like, that's so sad. Yeah. That's so depressing. I'm going to cry. <laughs> you know? So it's yeah. different, but yeah. Yeah. So you get a, yeah. a big uh, bonus to your, your empathy. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah you get a, a plus on your own empathy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That makes but a lot of sense. The bear, I, I wouldn't take on a bear for a movie now. Yeah. Just yeah. not worth it. Not worth it. All right. Uh, I ask everyone to make a noise to sum up their obsession. What kind of noise do you have for zombie movies? Hmm. I'm imagining the credits rolling <laughs> and the music starting. Yes! <laughs> yes! Here we go! <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Very passionate. Uh, I ask everyone to rate their obsession on a scale of uh, 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, 1 being the lowest. How mm-hmm. obsessed are you? Um, it's a, I would say 7 or 8. Okay. Only because I don't take it to that fantasy level that we were talking about yeah. before. Where yeah. it's like, I and I don't have like zombie crap all over my house. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you don't really want zombie stuff everywhere. Because it right. it's about the movies. It's about the act of it's, watching it's it and about thinking the, about the creation. The, and... Yeah, exactly. The the what the work that goes into the movies is what I love. And like the result on the screen is what I love. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Um, so we have reached the plugging section of the podcast. So why don't you let people know where they can find you on any social media that you want to be found on mm-hmm. uh, and anything else you want to plug? Uh, yeah. Twitter and Instagram is uh, Benjamartian. <laughs> um, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously Tigtone. People Tigtone. Check yes. Out Tigtone. Tigtone on Adult Swim. Um, I'm sure it's going to show up on other platforms at some point i i don't i actually have no idea but i'm sure it will i hope it will but um yeah tiktones on adult swim and apparently there it's on the website right now you can uh watch it at adultswim.com and then also the app adult swim has an app 
oh cool you can watch shows on so, okay yeah. nice yeah download that app and uh get to tig towing and uh, you will be uh, screaming yes like uh like benjamin just did <laughs> <laughs> here's some quick plugs for this show and then we'll do our final stupid questions you can follow me on twitter and instagram is at joseph scrimshaw you can follow obsessed podcast on twitter and facebook is at obsessed podcast you can also check out the star wars podcast i co-host that is called force center for info on all my upcoming shows and comedy albums you can check out my website at josephscrimshaw.com and you can support obsessed by backing us on patreon full info on that go to patreon.com slash joseph scrimshaw all right here's some fun final questions if there was a theme park ride based on your life what would the ride be like oh man it would be uh it would like kind of you would basically have uh the ride a miniature version of the ride everybody would have it on the bottom of their feet and they could go wherever they wanted to go within a, within the confines of, of a of a of a sort of a map or a labyrinth type okay area. no it would just be roller skating no um, uh yeah no it's that's a funny question um are you a theme park yeah. person do you not, like not, them not really no okay. i mean they're fine yeah yeah but you're not obsessed with them obviously no uh so is there a specific part of your life that you feel like you would like other people to like go through in this sort of like, like a theme park ride is a Um, minute long, two minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. Actually it would be, it would be like the ride would have like a, you get to choose like a bullseye, a point where you get to end up and then you hit a button and it will take you somewhere else. (laughs) 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 And then really uh, fast, really fast. And then once you get there and then uh, you crash a little bit, and then it shifts over to the side, and then you get to go to where you want to go. Oh. So you got to go through a little, little smashy smash, and then you get to go to your, That's your destination. That's super relatable and cathartic. Right. I think everybody would like that sort of like <laughs> that reminder that right. life is not a straight linear. And then path. at the end, you get a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you like it or not, they're just yeah. giving them away. <laughs> I like it a lot. This is a, a great theme park ride. Yeah. Uh, if you could write a word or phrase on the moon, what might it be? Um, C H and then half of an A. <laughs> I don't know oh, what that's, uh, what it's that's a driving chair, towards. Chairface Chippendale from the Tick reference. Okay, okay. He, he starts to write his name on the moon, and the Tick thwarts his plans. And so, throughout the series, there's just C H and half of an A. <laughs> and if you actually did have this power, you'd you'd recreate the I'd, joke. From I would tick. do. Yes, it would be. A, it would be a homage to the Tick. Yeah, yeah, I think it would start a lot of great conversations. And, yeah, everybody would know it. And would be like, that's the tick, right? <laughs> no. The tick is real. Of yeah. all the media that we've right. obsessed over, yeah. the tick is the one that's become true. My, fa- my favorite my favorite cartoon. Yeah. The tick. Yeah, I obviously yeah. don't know it encyclopedically, oh, uh, but it is a great one. Uh, final question for everyone on the podcast is, what is happiness? What is happiness? Yeah. Um, happiness is, uh, I think has a lot to do with living in the moment um and living in the moment in that every single moment is incredibly special i guess you yeah. can, you know everything is temporary right as far as we know yeah uh but you could either say that means nothing everything means nothing because it's all going to go away or everything is incep- exceptionally precious you know yeah and i think that's that's happiness to me it's just like hanging out with my daughter and just like playing and having all these little magical moments with her that are only meant for me or me and my wife, you know? Yeah. Um, and just, uh, yeah. Content, contentness in the moment. Yeah. You know, and enjoyment in that moment. 
Um, and I think change is happiness. Yeah. So being willing to move on from right. one happy moment and realize right. that the next moment is also going to be it's just as like unique. Swirl. And, yeah. yeah. It's all just like a big swirl. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Do you feel that way about uh, watching your daughter grow up? Do you feel content of like, because I know a lot of parents I've met have like, it goes so fast. But do you feel like you're getting yourself ready to be like, feel, the next moment's going to be amazing, even though she's going to be yeah, different tomorrow? Yeah, it's it's like, um, it's like, I feel like I, I, sp- I get to spend a lot of time with her, just yeah. given the fact that like I've worked from home when she was born, I was working in the garage and now doing the show, you know, like she comes to the office and yeah. hangs out at the studio. And, uh, so I see her a lot and I still feel like you, there just isn't enough. You can't just, you can't soak it up enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the sponge is endless and yeah. every single second is, is the most important. You know what I mean? Even yeah. when she's like today, she was just screaming in the car on the way here, which she hardly ever does. But, uh, you just want to rip your hair out. But at the same time, you're like, I love you so much. <laughs> this is so great. You know, my wife and I are like, this is this is horrible and frustrating, but it's also great and amazing, yeah, you know, because yeah. we're doing it. Yeah. You know, that is and an it's change. Awesome. It's change. So that's, I guess that's the ultimate thing is that change is happiness, you know, like yeah. positive forward moving change. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That is awesome. Thank you so much for doing the podcast. Man, uh, this is great. I've never talked for about zombie movies for like over an hour with really? any, anybody. You're my first. I am thrilled and honored. <laughs> High fives. <laughs> High five. Thank you so much. It's great, man. That it's is great. our podcast. You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. Yeah, my top top five uh Shoot, there's a tie. I have a tie. <laughs> my top five. So my top five movies. I'm sorry, I I had a tie for for one of them, but uh, top five definitely uh, Return of the Living Dead, which is uh, uh, the '80s. You know, yeah, brains, brains, directed by Dan O'Bannon. Da- uh, Day of the Dead, which is the third of the original George Romero zombie movies. Uh, it's the best, best, best of the three. Uh, Lucio Fulci's Zombie. Ooh. Um, how much time do we have for this? <laughs> uh, zombie is called, uh, real quick, Zombie, Lucio Fulci's Zombie is called Zombie in in America, but it's called Zombie 2 in the UK because it's an unofficial sequel to George Romero's Dawn of the Dead, which is wow. called Zombie in the UK. Okay. If you can wrap your head around that. I, I'm, I'm working on it. So in, in the UK, Dawn of the Dead is called Zombie, and then Fulci made Zombie 2. Okay. But then when Zombie 2 was released in the U.S., it was released as Zombie. Awesome. <laughs> so anyway, that's my uh, su- super great zombie movie. Um, where am I at? Three? Yeah, that was number three. That was number three. Uh, I would say Night of the Creeps, which we talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, and then the f- the one that's tie is like Reanimator or Dead Alive. Oh, that is hard. So I got to say Dead Alive, which is the Peter Jackson movie. Yeah. Like just the best, like slaughtering zombie scene at the end with the lawnmower party's over and so is the podcast